Up next, Voices Matter with Francisca Passion. In a democratic society, every voice counts. We are convinced that everyone has a meaningful story to tell. Our new feature, Voices Matter, is a platform to make your voice heard. On Voices Matter this month, we team up with the Black History Month and the One People ASBL who hosts the events within this month. And we are going to present a bit what black life looks in Luxembourg now and how people are connected to these black history. Um, my guest today on Voices Matter is Sidalia Monteiro. Hello, Sidalia. Hello, hello, Francisca. Thank you to have me here. Very nice to meet you. Thank you, me too. Yes. We're going to talk a bit about your journey, about um, what makes you you and how things are for you here in Luxembourg and in the world in general, I'd say. Okay. So very broad, actually. Okay, nice. Okay. So you you are from Cap Verde, yes. but you grew up here in Luxembourg, actually. Yes, yes. How, how did that come? Wow. Uh, my, my dad, uh, because my dad immigrated in the 60s uh, here to, uh, first of all, to Portugal and uh, from Portugal to Luxembourg. And then after that, because I'm born in Cap Verde, and later on he go to, yes, to bring his uh, children into, to start a new life, a better life, because the history of Cap Verde is uh, a little bit, uh, the difficulty, the poverty, that's why uh, we land in, in Luxembourg because of my dad, the immigration, that's why we are in uh, Luxembourg. Mm -hmm. At that time, Cap Verde was uh, was it part of Portugal? Yes, yes, mm -hmm. it was colonized by Portuguese, and uh, he he came to uh, to Luxembourg, and there we were under the government from Portugal, and then after in seventy um, five, he got independent, and uh, yes, I was born before two years before the independent, and then uh, yes, and because it was. A It was a colony from Portugal. That's why my dad come to Portugal. The most Virgin come through Portugal. And then, uh, yes, he moved to Luxembourg because the work opportunity, yes. Mm -hmm. At that time, actually, there were many people from Cap Verde coming to Luxembourg. They had this special yes. agreement for workers. But now, as you grew up, mainly, well, the large part of your childhood you spent in Luxembourg, actually. Yeah. Mm, do you feel Luxembourgish? Do you feel Cap Verdean? Do you feel Portuguese? <laughs> it's it's a good question because I did the research uh, years ago because I have um, uh, a master in mediation. And it was the question that I asked my, my, my children. And um, yes. If now, if I can say what I'm feeling, I'm feeling a, a person of the world, Portuguese, I'm not relate, relate not, not in the way, yes, because I have my grandparents who come from the Portuguese roots, but I'm not related because we moved from Cape Verde to Luxembourg. We did had a stop in Portugal, that's why. And Luxembourg is, it's complex to say the Philly Luxembourg, Cape Verdean, certainly, yes, absolutely, Cape Verdean. Mm 
Actually, you only until you were six years old, you lived there. How comes that you still have this strong connection with this country, with your origins? I think I think it's because of the parents, the education. They never forget the roots and give us an, a strong Cape Virgin education because it's very important when the parents move but don't forget where they come from. And that's why I think because my siblings know that we didn't, never had an uh, identity crisis because of uh, everything, the, the food, the, the, the language. And I think that is what, uh, because it's, it's what they, they knew when they moved from Cabaret to Luxembourg. Yeah. And why do you say that uh, feeling Luxembourg is complex? Um, if I can go back in uh, my childhood, it was very tough. When we arrived in Luxembourg, we were seven children, and um, my dad, he bought a house outside the city in the country, and uh, it was in a village, I think, a village in, in, in La Rochette, and uh, La Rochette ends, and, and uh, um, the integration was quite difficult. At starting school, don't speak the language. The integration was tough because they consider her, us as Portuguese. This first, they never knew about Cape Verdean, and a lot never knew that Cape Verde was a part of Portugal before. And I think it was strange. It was new for the Luxembourg people. It was very new for them. And for us, the integration was because we had more every place we go. How oh, you are Portuguese? No, we are not, we are not Portuguese. And it was sort of complex because the Luxembourg didn't really, not all of them, my, par my, my, my parents had two friends, Luxembourg, who helped us so good to integrate. But the rest was, they didn't really open the door. And that's why the difficulty to, now to speak, feeling Luxembourgish, I think that is the way and what it's happened until now. That's, uh, yeah. So actually this start um, has marked your whole life, your Luxembourgish or non-Luxembourgish identity. Absolutely, absolutely. That's why I say complex because the other day I asked my siblings and especially my sister that I have a sister where we are very close and we talk uh, uh, with our children about that, our whole feeling, our integration. And, and I said to her, if I now sit down and say, friend, Do we have Luxembourgish friends, uh, really good friends? And we, we looked at each other and said, no, we have Portuguese, Italian, English, German. A lot of people living here, like, yes, for, for backgrounds, immigration backgrounds, but the Luxembourgs, we didn't. It was so strange. And that's why when we, we talk about it and look back and see from very, very um, conservative Luxembourg was very conservative. And yes, it was open the door, but not really, because that, that's why we, we had more connection with the other nationalities and, of course, Capriotians, but not really Luxembourg. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like this is still the same today, that the doors aren't really open? I think it's different. I think it's, uh, the something's changing because the mix and the, in, and and we have all, also a lot of people from Africa, but not Cape Verdean. And at the time we were the first 
African immigrating in Luxembourg. In some way, I understand because it was Luxembourg have an stability, a rich country, never had something directly with Africa. And then Portuguese Cape Verdean come. It was different, it was strange for them. But right now I think the things is changing and we have so much nationality and uh, I think, I think the things is uh, changing, yes. Do you think that these first impressions that you have of not really having a good start and this tough integration, do you think that it has to do with skin color at all? I think, yes. At the time, that's why I say for, for them, because when we, for example, when we move in, in the, the village and we, we arrive, they saw us, we were the first one, huh? And uh, they saw us, and it was so different and strange. And I, I remember kids uh, come to play with us. It was uh, very cold. It was in the winter, snow and everything. For us was also a culture shock. And uh, they come and play with us with snow. But they, 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 they watch our skin color, and so it was so strange. But I think, yes, I think with the skin color, it's it's uh, it's different. It's uh, we are um, immigrant, uh, not white immigrant. We are black immigrant. Yes, I think yes, yeah. And especially in comparison to the Portuguese community, I think you're right from a Luxembourgish perspective. Everybody who speaks Portuguese is in this Portuguese pot. Um, Have you had any connections at all to the Portuguese community at the time? Yes, because it was the the only um, community who speak the same, not the same language, but we understand each other. Because then the Portuguese uh, language is still the official language in, in Cape Verde. All the institute and school, you speak Portuguese. But the Cape Verdean um, still speak uh, the mother thought is uh, uh, Cape Verdean. But I think it was uh, because my dad, the first contact that he had with uh, the, the, the colleagues works was, was Portuguese. We had uh, something in common. And of course, I had friends and still and uh, friends who, who are Portuguese. And I think we are, yes, we come it, uh, together because the Cape Verdean and the Portuguese, yeah. Is there a kind of resentment against the Portuguese, like uh, with different African nations? Some have, um, well, they don't have good feelings about the, the countries that occupied or colonized them, actually. Does this kind of relationship exist between Portugal and Cap Verde, well, that there are many tensions? Um, I think uh, if I really be right now very honest is that Cape Verde have a lot of relationship with Portuguese still. And I, I'm a part of a, a group. We we are uh, looking to, to offer, uh, officer, how do you say it? Uh, um, because now it's Portuguese, the official language. But we want to that uh, the Cape Verdean will be official, like the process from Luxembourg. That uh, before it was French, and uh, yes, they fight to, to get and understand it, and they did very good. We can take the example from Luxembourg. Yes, I think that the Portuguese have now a lot of influence in Cabrit, and the tension, I it's depend because we have now a lot of new immigrants, I call them, because they come from Portugal to Luxembourg, Cabridian, who are born in Portugal. 
they feel like more Portuguese and sometimes they don't understand us because we did another, a different immigration. We come from Cape Verde. We didn't go to school to Cape Verde. My, my sibling, yes, but I didn't go to school there and come directly to Luxembourg. Then I had, did have contact or uh, um, something with the Portuguese language. Uh, sometimes you see Cape Verde and you say, oh, you don't speak Portuguese? Because they had another way they come to Luxembourg. They had another history of languages. And I think the tension can exist, but uh, not a lot because we covered have a good relation with Portugal. So your group actually advocates for the uh, reinstallment of the official language of Cap Verde before the Portuguese took over? Yeah. What is this language? Uh, we call it Criolo from Cap Verde because we have Criolo from Martinique, Guadeloupe. Uh, it's a different Creole because the influence was with French, but we have the Creole with the influence is Portuguese, like a Creole from Curaçao, who have also, yes, if they talk, we can understand each other a little bit. It's more that the identity, the Portuguese language, it's good. We don't say that they should take it out, but when you grew up in a Caribbean family, the first contact, the first language that you speak is Creole from Cavert. And then after that, years after, you go to school and then Portugal restart. And I think it's a, it's a sometimes very confused with the, the who am I exactly? And I think because the, the Portuguese language is still the language of prestige in Cavert. And the Creole is a home talking language I would say in English and I see with my kids that they they don't speak Portuguese they don't write Portuguese they, they have nothing related to the language and and for them it's also strange because you have where they go to Cabred some institution is in Portuguese and they say okay but we are Cabredians yeah yeah if you Well, apparently you have still many ties to Cap Verde and you go back a lot, I, guess, I imagine. How are you viewed there as Cap Verdean living in Luxembourg? Is there a stereotype about these people like you? Yes, yes, of course. We, we They see a little bit of uh, immigrant, but it's um, they see you as successful because... Um, They see us as living well, very good. And uh, that's why a lot of uh, people want to come to Europe to, to get a better life. And um, yes, they see us different. My kids was a little bit more, it was difficult from, but I never had it. I think it's normal that they feel different because we go outside the country for years and then go back. They see us more as, okay, you are Luxembourgish or you are French or Portuguese because they, you are, yes, you don't live in Cabrera anymore. And they see us as, uh, yes, you had success, everything is good, uh, we we have more difficulty and it's, it's a poor country. They see us, uh, yes, somebody who has success and see different, but I think it's it's normal. It's normal, yeah. Thank you, Sidalia. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, yes, uh, it was very great uh, to, to come here and uh, to share this with, uh, with you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah.
Thanks. That was Cidalia Monteiro on Voices Matter. We talked about her journey and about how she sees her own identity being a Capverdian in Luxembourg. This interview is part of this month's Voices Matter, where we team up with the Black History Month. That was Voices Matter. At Era City Radio, we are convinced that every voice matters. Yours as well. If you want to share your story, contact us at listeners at era.lu or via Era City Radio's social media channel.